What's going on guys? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology and it's good to be back. It's good to be talking about the scriptures again because the scriptures are so good. They fill us with joy, truth, and love. And that's what we're talking about in 1 John. We're in 1 John chapter 4 verses 11 through 16. Stop the tape if you haven't read it yet. Go ahead and stop it right now. Go ahead and read and then come back and listen. If you've uh, already read, hey, let's jump into it, man. Let's talk about what the scripture has to say for us today. I was reading in Peter and it says that the reason that these guys wrote these things was for us today, man. And so let's take that to heart as we read. It says, what does it say? That's the question. First one, what does the scripture say? What's John actually saying? He's saying, beloved. See, I just like to, I just like to hear that because it, it just shows the relationship that he has. The, the heart, the care that he has for the people who he's writing. So in the same way, I'm going to say, beloved, beloved, man. It says uh, that just as God has loved us, we ought to love the brethren. Bro, that's that's the deal, is that the way that God loved us, and we talked about that last episode, the way that God loves us is his uh, uh, sacrificial love that is beneficial for the one whom he loves. And so we've got to uh, be in the same vein, that we have to give a sacrificial love. We have to give a love that is geared towards the benefit of its object. We have got to love with a love that would give all so we can see the next person and the benefit of others in the whole scheme of things is so to see people come to know Jesus, have a relationship with him, and start to look like him every day. That's the goal. That's what we're supposed to do when we love. Whatever it takes to do that is what we're supposed to do. That's true love. And so in the same way, it says the way that Jesus loves, that's what he's done for us. He's given his whole life. He's taught us things. He's directed us. He's gave, given up things. He's He's had to discipline us because he wants us to to look like him, to be one with the Father, the same way that Jesus has done those things. We must do that with the brethren. And then he gives an example of why this is so important. He says, brothers, he says, no one has seen God ever. It says, so if when you love one another, you complete the love of God. Man, that's 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 what's so powerful to me is that that's how we can feel the presence and the love of God even more so is because of the family of God. And this is not unknown in Scripture as we see the body of Christ is made up of its members. It says our members are made up into the head. And so the same way I believe this is sharing in that same vein is the fact that we recognize God because the body of Christ is loving one another. That's how we see God and recognize him. It says that when we love one another, it says that, excuse me, that God remains in us. And his love is completed. It's made complete. That's powerful, man. That's powerful. It says, and we also know that he remains, that we remain in him and he in us. Because he has given us his spirit. So we don't do this on our own. This this love that, that we're supposed to share and care and give is powered by the spirit of God that lives in us. It's powered by that spirit. Okay, so 
if, if you feel like it's hard to love somebody, you got to dig deep. Dig deep down, down into that spirit, okay? Dig deep into the spirit that God has given you so that we might show that love that we're supposed to show that completes the love of God. <laughs> that's, 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 just good, that's just good stuff, man. That's just good stuff. And it says, uh, uh, John says, man, hey, we've seen him, man, and we are testifying that he did send his son into the world as a salvation, as a savior of the world. We saw it with our own eyes. Again, it's a recognition of understanding the truth of who Christ is. Okay. And it says, confess Christ, that he is the son of God. And if you confess that he is the son of God, he remains you and you remain in him. Man. And he says, and then you know and you believe. He says, we know and we believe this love that God has for us. And I hope that you know and you believe as I testify to how good God has been for me. I want you to know and you to believe as I believe and I know the love that he has given me. Well, what is this scriptures uh, saying about God? That God desires to dwell with us. He desires to love us so much so he gave a spirit, he gave a son. This is so that we can remain in him and him in us and remain uh, as minnow. Uh, and it also means to abide or dwell. I say remain a lot, uh, but maybe some of the scriptures saying says dwell or abide. And so that's living. He wants to live. He wants to dwell. He wants to remain with us. He wants to stay with us, have a relationship with us back and forth where we both have a, a mutual understanding of who each other are, the knowledge. That's why it says no. And that's why John says that we might have life earlier in the scriptures. And so that life that he that he's talking about is a relationship with the holy triune God. God desires to dwell with us. He desires, he loves us and wants to live with us. What does it say about man is that those who confess the father get the opportunity to have this fellowship. And then if you're a Christian, then you have this fellowship and you have it right now. It is, it is, we, we are living in it in this very moment. Enjoy it. Yeah. I jumped to application right there. Enjoy it. Be with him. Dude. We've got to know, man, when, when we, we are around the man, shoot, man, we got to soak it up. God being with us, man, is a powerful thing. And we should just, man, we should soak it up. So that's the application today. Soak it up. But I also want to talk about what is confessing the son. Because that's what it says. Is the one who confesses that Jesus is the son of God, then God remains in him and he remains in us. Okay, well, what 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 does uh, we remain in God and God remains in us? So what what is that? What does confessing mean? Well, it's first the the knowledge, the ascent, the understanding who God is, uh, who Jesus is, that He came in the flesh and that He died for our sins, that He rose again, and that He is hundred percent man, hundred percent God. We've got to believe that. But second, it's also confessing is living a life based upon that action. Because if you recognize he is God, then you live like he is king of your life. And that means we walk in the light. We love the brethren. And then we finally, we live righteously. 
See, that's really what John is talking about in these whole scriptures. It is often, you know, he 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 talks a little bit to slightly talk about the things that he's saying in contradiction to what that group is coming in when they're talking about this new spiritual life. But really, he's just reminding them of the basics of what he's talked about from the very beginning. And so that's what it means to confess, to know Jesus, to love the brethren, and to live righteously. I'll see you guys in the next episode.